Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well this morning. Give me just one second here. I'm having some technical difficulties. So give me just a moment uh, to get this uh, put out to all my pages that I have out there. I have several and I want to be sure to use every opportunity to get the word out. In fact, uh, the other day I told Brandy, I said I'd like to sometimes delete some of these uh, pages and groups and things that I have. It just like it's uh, aggravating and more trouble than it's worth sometimes. Uh, but uh, if I do, then I'm afraid it limits my ability to minister. Uh, just my uh, Fighting for, for Traditional American Values page alone. I have over 50,000 followers on there and I can reach up to a million people at times. And so even though, uh, and then my other, my ministry page, I have over 5,000 people on it. So, you know, even though it'd be more convenient to delete that, not fool with them anymore, uh, I, uh, afraid that I, uh, hurt my chances to minister that much more, uh, to people out there who, uh, who need to hear the gospel. So, and so I appreciate you bearing with me. Uh, when these, uh, when I do these devotions or, uh, when, before I do my teaching and preaching on Sunday night and Wednesday nights, uh, so that, uh, I can have a second to get that out there. So I apologize for any inconvenience ahead of time. But I hope everybody is doing well. It is, um, living in some tumultuous times, that's for sure. It is, uh, unbelievable, uh, what's uh, going on in our world right now. We, it's just, um, Domestic terrorism. Uh, this is, has little to do with uh, George Floyd, uh, as sad as that is. Uh, even police officers come out uh, against, even they agree that uh, that was heinous and wrong. But now we're seeing Antifa uh, getting their fannies involved in this. And uh, it is organized. And they are, it's nothing more than thugs out there stealing and causing destruction. Uh, they said even... Uh, the St. John uh, Episcopal Church uh, was set on fire. This is uh, known as the President's Church, but every living president has always attended this church. And why they felt the need to uh, uh, set it on fire is, is beyond me. And then on top of that, um, you know, I've been to the Lincoln Memorial. I've been to Washington, D.C. several times, uh, along with my family. And to see the graffiti there at the Lincoln Memorial uh, it, it kind of broke my heart a little bit, you know, and of course it, it really killed me to see that he set a church on fire. I mean, that's just pure evil for anybody to set a church on fire. And uh, uh, so we are, uh, in fact, uh, this morning, a friend of mine, her husband's a police officer, and it, uh, <clears throat> it really, um, uh, it really uh, brought me almost tears that uh, they, they, have a, they have children and uh, they're in fear uh, because of what's going on, obviously in fear for their father and for their family what's going on so here we got these little kids out there whose parents who are good people who are trying to keep us safe are scared to death uh, about their uh, their livelihood each and every day uh, in fact don bongino was on fox news this morning and he's talking about how there is rage there's fear there's anxiety and his own children where he was in the secret service is worried they're going to come to florida and start something so um we really need to pray uh, guys, for our uh, police officers, now more than ever, they're really needing it. Uh, they're being injured, hurt daily, physically, uh, by these thugs that are out there. In fact, uh, uh, they uh, uh, read um, uh, where they are wanting to uh, come and uh, to white neighborhoods and, and start uh, break into homes to take what is theirs. Well, I can assure you, my friends, uh, they don't want to come to Tennessee because 
not just me, but there's a lot of other rednecks out there that would uh, see it as uh, hunting season if they were to try such a thing. But uh, even though I say that tongue-in-cheek, it is um, very serious. And uh, if, they, if, the, if, if our government doesn't get a handle on this, uh, this may, it may break into a full-out civil war. I, I could be wrong. Hope that I am. And uh, but uh, National Guard being deployed, what's going on across our country is is not a good thing. So uh, we really, really need to pray. But for the Christians, don't have that anxiety. We need to have concern, but we need to understand that God is sovereign. That God is in control of this in every situation. And we just have to pray for his protection and pray for his peace, not only for our us, our families, our nation. Pray for that and knowing that he is going to take care of that. And, you know, if you don't have your heart right with Jesus Christ, you better be getting your 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 ducks in a row now because I'm telling you what, the way things are unfolding, you just about look. It's like somebody had on Facebook the other day said, uh, let me open up my Bible and see what part of Revelation is being unveiled today. <laughs> so if you don't have your heart right with Jesus Christ, you better get your get your rear in gear, so to speak, uh, because Christ, uh, uh, you know, the rapture is going to happen. And uh, uh, you don't want to be left behind in this mess. So be sure that you've got your heart right with Jesus Christ. So let's go ahead and look at our Bibles this morning at our uh, devotion. Uh, we're going to look at specifically at Matthew chapter 6, verses 14 and 15. So if you have your Bibles handy, be sure and turn to that and uh, read along with me. Normally, uh, I have uh, the scripture where you can read along. But uh, again, I was having some technical difficulties with my um, program that I use uh, for specifically for social media where I can uh, show videos and, and, and bring up uh, different things that uh, I don't have access to uh, just going through the live uh, setting here on social media. So I apologize. But uh, Matthew 6, 14 and 15 says, For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. And bless this reading, the hearing of it to our hearts. Now, we read this here in Matthew 6, 14 and 15. Uh, you know, it, it can be confusing uh, to some people, and uh, rightly so. Uh, it does, it's not that this is going to affect uh, our eternal uh, place in heaven. Uh, you know, when we read this and, and, and on the surface, it comes across uh, that, uh, you know, that it could be uh, affect that to a certain extent. But no, uh, you know, once we accept Jesus Christ, our personal Lord and Savior, we know, you know, and I was referring to this uh, last night in our teaching, that, you know, once our name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, it is there. God is not out with a big rubber eraser there to uh, erase our names uh, out of that uh, to uh, to keep us from going to heaven. He knows we're going to sin. He knows we're going to mess up. But what we're looking at here in Matthew 6, 14 and 15 is that uh, it's going to directly affect our relationship with Jesus Christ, our relationship with God the Father. If we withhold forgiveness, it is going to affect that relationship. Remember, when we come to God each morning, and hopefully each morning you're coming to God uh, in prayer, that you're coming to God, uh, that you're reading your Bible, uh, that you're working on that relationship with Jesus Christ daily. And if you're working on that relationship daily, you, it, you can't withhold forgiveness. And uh, because, you know, it is hypocritical, you know, because we're sitting there going, you know, uh, no matter what someone has done to us, it's small potatoes between our, our sin before God the Father. And so, 
uh, if you're trying to have a right relationship with Jesus Christ and you're withholding forgiveness, first of all, you're being a hypocrite, but you're hindering that relationship with Christ. And uh, to sit there and say, well, I want forgiveness, but I'm not going to forgive this turkey down the street. Well, that's 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 you know, it don't work. It's not going to work that way. You're going to hinder that. It's going to uh, keep that from developing and growing where it needs to be. And, and trust me, you know, guys, I, I understand uh, what it's like to, to withhold forgiveness. I know what it's like to hold on to that bitterness. And I think these passages um, this morning could not be more applicable because of the hatred, the bitterness, the unforgiving spirit and heart that we're seeing in our nation right now. That's the whole basis of what is going on is because, uh, so, you know, a, a, um, a, you know, there's, there are those in the African American community who feel that they have been wronged and rightly so. They have throughout history. Many have been. I feel like, uh, that, uh, since, uh, the time of Martin Luther King Jr., things have, have really, uh, equality has really made a, uh, a, a, a wide upswing, uh, even, you know, more so than it's ever been. But I think in rural places and in, in, in certain areas that yes, they may still have to feel a certain amount of discrimination. And so they have, uh, uh, built up this, uh, this feeling of bitterness and, and hatred in their hearts. Uh, there's bitterness and hatred towards our government, bitterness and hatred towards our president. And what and why? Because we're seeing a lack of standards. We're seeing a lack of morality. We're seeing a lack, a lack of Jesus Christ in the homes, in the community, being preached, being understood. And when you get further and further away from God, then you're going to see more and more immorality, sexual immorality, hatred, bitterness, rioting. You're going to see the very things we're seeing right now. And trust me, I, I you know, like I said, I, <clears throat> that is one thing that I have to really fight when it comes to bitterness. And when it comes to having an unforgiving spirit, I, there's a there's some individuals in, in my uh, one particular side of my family that that's, they cling to bitterness, they cling to having an unforgiving heart, and uh, they uh, won't say you've gone on their on their on their blacklist. It kind of reminds me when I say that uh, I don't know how many have ever ever seen the movie The Quiet Man with John Wayne. But uh, uh, I can't remember the name of the character. But anyway, John Wayne kind of crossed him. He said, that's it. You're going down to my book. <laughs> and so he literally had a little book. And he wrote people's names down that he didn't like. And uh, and so that's kind of like these, these particular family members. If you cross them, you're, you're going down into their proverbial book. And they have nothing more to do with you. And uh, as a result, uh, I I don't want to be that way. As a child of God, I can't be that way. I, I you know, I don't want to cling to that bitterness and having that unforgiving spirit. That is going to uh, uh, to hurt my relationship with Jesus Christ. And so I work extra hard uh, to not do that because that these family members they have they have done things to me that is really been hurtful. Uh, I have dealt with individuals in my past that I have had deep rooted. Uh, seated hatred for uh, because of the things that they have done and uh, these are the very things I've had to pray about it is not easy I have to there's people that I have to force myself to pray for daily it is not an easy thing to do but over time the Lord has lifted that spirit of bitterness out of my heart and allowed me to have forgiveness so it didn't happen overnight 
But the more I'm forced myself to pray for these people, the, the easier it seemed to get. And, uh, you know, and, and I don't want to withhold that. Now, I, it's not so much that I, I don't really want to have anything to do with these people. That's not wrong. But I still have forgiveness in my heart, you know. And uh, uh, it, it's not, you know, these, these individuals, and I pray for them, that they will bring, bring brought under conviction and be brought under repentance for the things that they have said about me, my dad, the church, the things that they have done. And uh, that some have even been confronted and still wouldn't, uh, uh, say, uh, the things that they were running their mouths about and confronted in a godly way, spiritual way, not, in, not in a, uh, an antagonistic type of matter. But, um, so I know, trust me, I know, uh, probably more than most, uh, what it's like. And there's a lot of people out there when it particularly comes to forgiveness, it's particularly difficult for them, uh, particularly if you've experienced sexual abuse, physical abuse, uh, you know, those are heinous, horrible situations. And, uh, you know, how do you find forgiveness in that? Well, that's something you have to bring before God. It's not that you're justifying it. It's not that you're minimizing it. It's not saying that God's saying it was okay what happened to you. No, by no stretch of the imagination, that was heinous. That was wrong. They will answer for what they have done. But you have to let that go. You have to give that over to God. Give that pain to God. Give that sorrow to God. Give that bitterness to God. Give that, that, that those horrible circumstances that happened to you. Give that over to God Almighty. And that's the only way that you're going to be able to breathe, be able to be set free. See, that's what Christ has come to do, not to be the, the king of peace, but to set us free from bondage and from sin. And when you have that bitterness, when you have that unforgiving heart, you're allowing yourself to be be put under bondage, allowing those individuals to rule and control you. And uh, you don't want that. You want God to rule and control you. You want to have forgiveness. You want to have that freedom in your heart uh, to be a better person. And just like with this George Floyd incident, you know, I couldn't imagine if that was my father, my brother, my son that happened to and have forgiveness would be difficult. Uh, but I, I think about um, uh, the individual uh, was in Florida, I was about a year or two back, uh, where the cop come in and she she claimed she thought it was her her apartment and she shot the man sitting in there and killed him. And uh, she was on trial and that man's uh uh, son uh, asked, uh, uh, you know, when asked if he could hug her, and said he forgave her. That, oh my gosh, that that spoke volumes of this young man's uh, uh, relationship with Jesus Christ, where his heart was at. And on top of that, the judge came up and gave her a Bible, and uh, that was uh, an incredible, incredible circumstance. So when we read this here, Matthew six fourteen and fifteen. Let's read it again, uh, just for uh, for clarification here. Let me make sure where we're at on time here. But um, is um, uh, for if for if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Now, with that said, I want to look over here at Ephesians 4.32 uh, that kind of goes along with uh, what we're reading this morning. And it says, And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. So we see this, that, you know, as Christ has forgiven us, you know, I've said this before many times that we're so quick to want forgiveness from God, but we're, we're so slow and we're, we are, it's so easy for us to withhold forgiveness towards other people because of when they've wronged us. We need to be as quick to forgive as we want forgiveness. And if you have a spirit, if you have that problem in your, in your life and in your heart uh, of that, um, uh, of unforgiveness, uh, then you really need to bring it before God, and you need to ask God to have to have a tender heart, 
and to uh, take that away from you. And uh, it's uh, the easy thing to do. Hey, you say the heck with you, get away from me. I don't want nothing to do with you again. That's the easy thing to do, you know, because particularly if you're right here in Tennessee, you know, we're we're very clannish anyway, and it's uh, it's real easy to, uh, you know, uh, you've offended me, so I get on down the road. I want nothing to do. If you're if you're nasty to me, I can be nastier back to you. You know, that's that's the that's the easy attitude to have. That's the easy way uh, to respond uh, when someone would treat you wrongly but we have to be better than that we have to rise above that as christians and say you know what now there's such a thing as righteous indignation when it comes to temper and our anger uh that is uh if it's you know even jesus displayed a righteous indignation he's not he wasn't being unforgiving he wasn't being bitter but in regards to anger when he cleansed the temple because what they were doing was was ungodly and, and wrong and sinful that was righteous indignation very rarely what we experience in anger is righteous indignation, something that's truly wrong before the eyes of God. Quite frankly, it's not quite the op opposite. We have prideful anger, and that is what is sinful anger that we experience. And, and when we experience that, that's when we want to have that bitterness and we will have that unforgiving spirit. And, and that can happen even in a marriage. Uh, that you know, you, there there can be times that you spend together, and um, it gets to a point where you become very bitter. You start to become very unforgiving. The the fights become uh, exponentially bigger and greater, and a lot of times they uh, they um, divorce because of that. Uh, you know, we have to. Uh, you know, even if you're in the wrong, sometimes sometimes it's just best to be to to be the bigger person and say, hey, look, I'm sorry. Let's resolve this. Have an open line of communication. That's the biggest problem with a lot of relationships. Is there a lack of communication? Talking to your spouse. What's on your mind? What's going on? And you know, it, it's be nice if every every uh, argument could be um, a rational. <laughs> and uh, discussion, but oftentimes um, uh, either one or both are very ir irrational uh, in their thinking and their response, and so that's what results in a lot of uh, uh, arguments. But uh, the main focal point is let's have forgiveness, and if these individuals that are rioting and doing what they're doing, if they can understand forgiveness, if they can understand Christ's love, man, uh, it'd be a wonderful thing. But while the God of this world has allowed a certain amount of rain, and he has blinded these individuals. It's only going to get worse, and uh, God's word said it's going to be, and we're going to be hated. And there's no surprise that a church was set on fire. That's a very representation that brings conviction to what they're doing. They don't. That's why they want to eliminate anything in regards to Christianity or Jesus Christ, because immediately that brings them under conviction. They know what they're doing is wrong. But, uh, but let's work on that. That's something I have to work on daily. It's something you need to work on is to work on that, having that forgiving heart uh, towards those who have wronged you. And uh, because otherwise, when you go before God and have ask for forgiveness, then uh, you don't want to be a hypocrite. And we're all hypocrites on a certain level, obviously. But, um, uh, but we want to make sure we don't want to hinder that relationship with Jesus Christ. And that's what we want to focus on this morning is to make sure that we're not uh, hindering that relationship, that we are growing, we are learning, we're drawing closer to God. And we don't want no obstacles getting in the way of that. Let's have a word of prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful and beautiful day that you bless us with. Lord, thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us daily uh, to have that forgiving heart. Uh, Lord, let us be as quick to forgive as we want forgiveness. Let us serve you well. Let us draw close to you. And Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, 
Forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with all those who are going out and about today and uh, keep them safe and well. Be with my father-in-law as he's having surgery and that it will go well without any problems or complications. Be with our sister in Christ, Kim Penix. Pray that you be with uh, Roger Winters, Mr. Murph, Lord, you bring healing upon him. Pray that you be with Ginger and Troy Hood. I pray that you be with Thelma and Ron Thompson. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you will be with uh, uh, so many individuals who have uh, asked uh, for prayer and that you know those situations, you know the hearts and minds, and that your will be done in each and every situation. Lord, I want to lift up a special prayer for our police officers and their families, and I pray about protection about them, that you'll keep them safe and well. Lord, please let them know that they are truly loved. They are needed. They are appreciated, and we are thankful and grateful for them. And Lord, let's pray that you bring healing upon this nation and that you'll touch hearts and minds and they'll come to know you before it's way too late, Lord. And Lord, uh, just bring, bring peace upon this land. Be with our president. Give him wisdom and discernment during this very difficult time. Bring protection about him and his family. And Lord, just be with us. Lead God and watch over protect us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. And uh, just remember, if you want to share these devotions, you can find me here at Dr. Young 77. Uh, if your friends or family don't do devotions, uh, I mean, don't do devotions. <laughs> Hopefully they do devotions. If they don't do Facebook uh, or social media in general, uh, they can find me on uh, YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young, and you can watch all the devotions there. And or, as always, you can, uh, if you want to, uh, you can go to Apple iTunes. It's free, the Dr. Young Chronicles podcast. Uh, you can listen to all the devotions, sermons, audio only, uh, no video, and uh, as you're going out about your day, listen to that. But I hope everybody has a great and wonderful and blessed day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching.